Jumping Back Into Technology with Gethin Ellis and Mark Williams. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Fit Podcast. Here at GethNurse.com, whilst we know physical fitness is essential, our mental health is vital too, and our Fit Podcast is all about putting the human back into technology. One thing you can probably all agree on is the last year or so has been unprecedented. We wanted to seek out the views of technology leaders, business owners, consultants and many others from a range of different businesses and organisations to discuss with them the impacts on their business, on their humans and on their technology and see how they see the future unfolding. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to episode 5. We have no guests on this week's show. We are going to be discussing the announcements that came out of the Microsoft Build conference uh, uh, from a week or so back. Hey Mark, welcome to the fifth. I think it's the fifth episode of putting the human back into technology. Um, we've got no guests this week. Uh, we're focusing on there's been Microsoft Build, the the the, the online conference where Microsoft announced all their new features and things. Um, I, I I don't know if you caught any of the conference yourself, or if you've just looked at the sort of uh, literature that's come out. There's some interesting new things. What 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 caught well, your eye? What what do you think, Geth? I cut to the quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've looked at somebody else's summary of it. Of course, I have. <laughs> but, but obviously, there's uh, you know there's a, there's uh, you know, it was two or three days, I think, wasn't it? The um, yeah, three days. Know, I think it was yesterday. Um, but yeah, you can dip in and out, can't you, of the sessions that you want, and they're all all there and available to uh, to, to see again. It's one of the things with I mean Microsoft. Um, okay, we're in the community. But yeah, it, it ne- and I say this a lot on you know on posts. It never ceases to amaze me just how much investment they're putting into all of their platforms and all of, you know all of their products. I think it's incredible. Mm. Um, and and frankly, there were dozens and dozens and dozens of things, even just at the headline level, you know, that were being um, being announced. But I, I guess there was three or four that that caught uh, that caught my attention. Uh, you know, look, looking through my lens, if you like. Um, there's you know, obviously um you know to those in the know things like so so-called low code and no code development have been around for for some considerable time and that you know microsoft are clearly not the only player in you know in, in that marketplace they're not the only the only player in you know all the marketplaces that they're that they're involved with but they're, they're clearly putting a lot of effort into this and this um this power fx thing that they made something of a few months ago and and, and they were announced announcing a um essentially a natural language um you know, version of that, um, which which appealed to me because I've got a clue how to code things. I mean, you you'll know how to do that, but uh, but 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 I won't. But it appealed to me because you can think in English, um, mm-hmm. and I think what's really quite interesting is that whilst I don't genuinely don't think there's any, um, you know, there's any substitute if you like for knowing how to develop things. Clearly, there are users or end users that are more um, technically minded. Um, you know, and can I think develop a number of applications themselves, or perhaps with a little bit of guidance, um, either online or, or, or just a little bit of training? So I thought there was a lot in, in a lot in that, and they've got some great. Uh, they're, they're forwarding the um, the integration with 365 on the on the Power Platform, which is which sounds fantastic. Um, and they're looking at getting more and more dashboards into into Teams. And actually, I did think that um, you know our managed service on 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 the you know on the SQL estate stuff, or even on yeah. on Azure. I did think actually, you know, we need we need to be we need to be making a version of that available to go into Teams in, into into a you know, client's own Teams uh, tenant. Well, it's funny you say that, Mark, because we do that already. Oh well, there we go. <laughs> Leave that <to> you. <laughs> but, but I mean, it just looks it look it looks great and. Um, uh, also, I think uh, there's a you know there's a, there's a mutual friend of ours. So I'll, I will mention him on here, Matthew Mills. 
you know, third third party integration is is a big topic for them. They they're clearly building out a lot more Jira connectors. So I know I'll be um, I know I'll be pleased about that. And you know, you and I have both used DevOps, and DevOps is great, but that's not to say that it's perfect for everything. Uh, you know, and I think you know, Jira is also great. You're talking about the Azure DevOps tool now, not the movement. Yeah, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the concept of DevOps. I'm talking about Azure DevOps. Yes, yeah. exactly. So my apologies. Yes. Oh no, no it's exactly, exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but I think it's great, you know, with Microsoft that they that they uh, yes, you know, like all organisations, they you know they want to make money for themselves, but they also recognise that they can't be everything to everybody, mm. um, and, and so opening open themselves up to integrate with um, you know with other bits and pieces is is great, and you know and and um, actually um, there's some stuff about more and more integration, particularly with respect to search on on Salesforce in um, you know in uh, in there. One of the things that really caught my eye now, um, and I'm just going to check on what it's called. It's called the Azure Confidential Ledger, uh, and essentially, this is a really, I think, it's a really um, cute announcement from Microsoft around security, where um, it's obviously something to do with the way the blockchain uh, works, I believe. But essentially, what they're able to do is tell people whether their data has or hasn't been tampered with. Mm. And, you know, I think that's fantastic from a security perspective and also fantastic from an audit perspective as well. You know, how do you know that you haven't been breached? Oh, you know, here's this thing that, that is that is going to tell me. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, three or four years ago, I, I got involved with um, some e-discovery uh, work. Um, and at the time, um, this was this was with uh, GDPR. And at the time, um, there were there were a number of specialist providers in that in that marketplace. So I won't mention them in in here necessarily. Some very very good products, uh, you know, out there. We went through a client I was advising went through a tender process to help them through that, and we didn't select Microsoft's offering. Nice. Um, but one of the reasons for that was that we just felt that the whole. In, you know, they they clearly had the right direction to travel, but they weren't quite there yet. Yeah. And they've they've made some significant announcements in let's call it search, you know, per, you know per se. So some of it in their e-discovery suite, some of it in in uh, in Windows Search, and more and more and more, they're allowing you to search for stuff not just across the Microsoft real estate, but across you know other third party, uh, I mentioned Salesforce earlier, other third party stuff, and actually then to present that and portray it within say Windows as an example. And I think just when you start to think about it, one of the reasons why you know a lot of people uh, like, like and use Microsoft is it's nice and simple and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you know you can, if you can start to really get faster, say subject access requests from GDPR because you haven't got to go off and search in multiple different places, or you're really looking for a single source of the truth, or you want to focus on your data quality, all that stuff is 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 fantastic. So, you know, that, like I said, there was lots in there, um, and and, I, and actually we, we probably could do it pouring over it between you and I, couldn't we? But yeah. um, <clears throat> that 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 was my thoughts. Well, yeah, and no doubt we will pour over it over the. Um... Uh, over the coming weeks, there were a few, like there were a few other interesting bits in there as well that that kind of caught my eye. And coming from the, you know, our our, our sort of data background, and and um, I've been spending a little bit of time looking at um, uh, Synapse Analytics, right? Oh, yeah. And it's a really really useful data warehousing, modern data warehouse type tool. Well, there was an announcement that they could plug now into Dataverse, which used to be. Forget what it was called before. It was data model. Uh, what was it? What's common it called? Service. Common data model. Common data services. It's now called Dataverse. We can plug that straight into uh, into Synapse now. I think that's in. I think it's in public preview. Um, 
Oh, it's, it's in preview. I'm assuming it's public preview, uh, which is quite good for you know for for all those sort of Dynamics 365 users and the Power Apps users who can now take their data that's in Dataverse and run their analytics against it. So I thought that was something that will be probably interesting to some of our customers. Um, another interesting feature is is, is Purview, um, and that's a data governance service. And that's that wasn't new. That wasn't announced, but they're now looking to expand that to uh, MySQL and Postgres and the offerings in Azure. Right, as a as a source for metadata and classification and things like that. So they're expanding that offering. I think Purview will be will be something that will be relevant to uh, uh, to our customers going forward. And the, these new offerings will obviously will obviously help with that. What else? There's some changes in Cosmos DB. Right, um, there's a load of stuff, AI stuff in one form or another, wasn't there? Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of AI stuff. There was difficult to keep up with that. They're just it, the pace of of all the all the application areas that they're looking at with it with AI is incredible. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yes, exactly. The AI stuff they, they, they've obviously they, they've invested a lot there, and and and, and that showed in, in the release that came out. You you touched you touched on the ledger stuff. I think that will be that will be interesting uh, for people. And the, I can't remember what it was called now. Is it the, the, uh, the there's a couple around this. There's the Azure SQL database ledger, right? And and in the release um, in in the blog post they're announcing it. Uh, it, it compares it to blockchain and it suggests this up as a, uh, a, a, a as a slightly more alternative. And blockchain's got a bit of a um, uh, well, you either love it or hate it. It's a bit marmite blockchain, right? It's like if you're into your cryptocurrencies and things like that, people love it. And 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 uh, if you, if you're not a fan of cryptocurrencies because they fund drug dealers and all sorts of other things allegedly, then 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 it, then it might not be for you. So it gives you a little bit of a um, easier way, as you say, for, for getting that trust in your data and, and understanding if it's being breached. And as you say, it's perfect for sort of auditing and uh, understanding understanding what uh, uh, whether, your, whether your data's been tampered with. So I think that's going to be very interesting. I'm keen to kind of explore that a little bit further, which we'll do in the in the coming weeks. And I think they were the main ones for me. I think I've missed. Uh, if I have, I've missed something then, which is very likely to be the case as well. Well, I guess um, I don't think either of us have missed it as such. But the the, the one thing that that um, you know we need to talk more about, and, and and also with our with our trusted associates as well, is is how the licensing for all of this works. Um, yeah. get, let's be honest, you know, um, Microsoft licensing ten years ago was bloody hard work, and it's <laughs> five years ago it was hard work, and it's still not the easiest thing in the world to to get to grips with. But I mean, it's really important that clients don't just you know. Um, Use the latest tech because it's sexy. They, you know, they read. They need to design with licensing in mind as well, not just, you know, not just not just the technology. Um, so I think we probably need to get our heads around that, particularly when when when, um, you know, you've got all the different components like you know Teams and a Power Platform and and three six five and and Dynamics and Azure etc. Knowing that you can create the applications and deploy them in different places and making sure you've got the right licenses to do so is clearly going to be pretty important. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, uh, I think I, mean, I think that's all we've got to talk about around uh, yeah. uh, 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 around around MS Build. Some some useful useful features that no doubt we'll be investigating further, and we'll probably make our way into our services and solutions, and no doubt our customers will uh, will want them. Um, and well, I guess that's it for this week, Mark. It's been nice chatting. MS Build's got give us lots to lots to go away and learn and I know that there's lots of stuff in I think in Microsoft Learn that will help with a lot of these new features as well from some, from some of the links that I've seen yeah. we leave we leave all the necessary links in the uh, uh, in, in the blog post so you can go and um, you can go and read read some of those for yourselves and 
Uh, we'll see you next time. Indeed. Cheers, Mark. Bye. Hey, Seth.